Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC make me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what CGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like, you want things good, and that is what we call. That's why I love you. There you have it. You have an impressive show. Good evening. Praise God. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, happy 21. I don't say 2021. I don't know why. It's too long. Happy 21. It's our season of much more. We have entered into our world. Please, hallelujah. Praise God. Um, so, um, camp meeting is in two days' time. Amen. It's from the 8th to the 10th of uh, January. And we know what is going on in the world around us. Uh, it's not the reasonably safest thing to do to come out for a meeting like that. But then we've never been the people to just call a meeting for just calling a meeting say came in. Or because it is the normal expected church thing to do, hallelujah. Not because of that. But there is a reason why God would have us hold the camp meeting, praise God. So um, really quickly, we want to talk about preparing for camp meeting. Very simple, straightforward stuff. Preparing for camp meeting. We're going to spend more time praying than we already have. So I just want to give us a little context into like the attitudes that you might want to adopt to make the very best of camp meeting. Praise God. So um, Pastor Tolu told us that it is our season of much more. Hallelujah. Um, guys, this is easy. Um, the Bible says that we draw, you will draw from the wells of salvation. Amen. There is news that makes you happy, isn't it? You see one billionaire on your accounts that you know this thing. Aside the fact that it could be somehow, how would you react? Someone that has been sick for, for a while and the person all of a sudden works, how do you react? So when you understand that it is your season of motion, how do you react? <laughs> Praise God. So it is our season of much more. Prophet told us that we have entered into our wealthy place. So in describing what that means, very very simply, it says that it is how it is a the wealthy place is a state of when everything is in total full abundance. Psalm sixty six verse one to twelve verse twelve says that you have brought us into our place of abundance. Hallelujah. So uh this is our season of much more, our wealthy place. It is a state where we live our lives to the fullest. We abound in every good thing. Amen. So there is nothing lacking about you being Christian. Amen. The fact is that there are, there are things that the world expects of Christians, actually. So you, there is a sick person around you. They expect that, okay, pray for the person. Typically, you have friends that kind of are somehow, in their mind, because they know you are Christian, they don't expect you to behave like them. 
in a way, sort way. So then the things that there are just what is there's just what is expected of Christians, of believers, amen. So abounding in every good thing, the fact that we're Christians should show in our daily lives. So you say that you serve a God of provision, that all your needs are met, all your bills are paid. You still must have something carried together. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So the fact that we are Christian has to show in our daily lives. Amen. So it is transferring what we ran a series last year on the blessing. It is transferring what is already ours. In the Spirit of Ephesians 1, 3 says he has blessed us with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places. So it is transferring all of that goodness here into where we can access it, where we can enjoy it. Hallelujah. So that is, what, that is what we pretty much want to find out. The fact that we are Christians should show in our daily natural lives. You said that you have all your needs met. Does it end here? Is it audio provision? Is it audio healing? Is it audio prophecy? No, it should show. Amen. So um, Ephesians chapter 4, real quick. Ephesians chapter 4. So it says that, so Christ, Ephesians 4 verses 14 to 15, from 11 to 15 actually, said, so Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to, hip, to equip his people for the works of service, so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach the unity of, in the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Hallelujah. So the whole point of everything you're doing on the earth at the end of the day is so that you become like Jesus. Finish. Colossians 127, Paul says that, that we may present you whole and mature and full in Christ. That's the whole point of why you are still here. Otherwise, you get saved, go to heaven. Get saved, go to heaven. But the whole point of why you're still here is so that you grow up into Jesus in all things. Hallelujah. So, uh, it's, so, that for it is, like I said, there has to be a balance between the spiritual and the natural. So you can teach properly, you can evangelize properly, you have the boldness to go out on the streets, you give words of prophecy accurately. When you pray for somebody to heal, you're not putting your, your mind that, okay, if the person doesn't get healed now, maybe in two, three hours or by the next day. You know how they tell you that healing sometimes is not instantaneous. Sometimes it can happen now. Sometimes it can happen in a few hours, in a few days. That's before the person gets healed. No, it's when you do everything right. When people ask you questions about the Bible, you can respond. When you have to go out to evangelize, you know what to say to people. You know how to let yourself be a vessel for God to use you. You know how to prophesy. When you're asked in church to bless the other person, when we say take a partner, you hold somebody and like... You intentionally pray in tongues longer than the person so that the person can talk to you first. And hopefully the person that is leading the MOTA will say, oh yeah, round up. And you then don't get to say anything. I'm not subbing anybody at all. In just all of us, they hear me. All of us, they hear. I'm not subbing anybody at all. So it is that in everything that pertains to you as a Christian, you are there. Amen. So Paul talks about the Corinthian church in 1 Corinthians. We know from context that the Corinthian church was a very fo- blessed, funny church. Check chapter 5 and chapter 6 in, in book 1. You know what I'm talking about. 
But then he said something, but um, he says in First Corinthians 1, 6, that I'm coming to you so that you, he tells them that they are bound in every spiritual gift. Then they see, then they hear, then they prophesy. So much so that he had to have a two-chapter teaching on spirituals because they were getting it right, but then they were confused about so many things. The Corinthians were the only people he wrote up to about spiritual gifts. So it was like, you lack nothing in this regard. But then in other regards, that you will be built up in those things. That's why I'm coming to you. You know what I'm trying to say? First Corinthians chapter 1 from verse 6 to 7 says, In this regard, in terms of spiritual gifts, you are very good. But in the other things that I may supply what is missing. Amen. So we hear that um, the point, like I said, the whole picture, the whole purpose is that we are bound onto every good thing. And there is nothing that as a Christian you cannot do. And you will not wait for Pastor Tolu to come and for instance, let me say the big one, conduct the Holy Ghost meeting. Do you understand? When it comes to prophecy, we serve me, I'm small. We serve very well actually in this church. But then let's say something like conduct a Holy Ghost meeting or go on a healing drive outside. We're not waiting for Pastor Tolu. You know what I'm trying to say? Now we are bound onto every good thing. In spirituals, in magicals, you are there. In teaching, you are there. In evangelism, you are there. In prophecy, you are there. Everything that pertains to you, being an effective minister of the new, of the new covenant, you are there. You understand? So that is about that side. Effective in teaching, in ministry, in spirituals. And we've already covered this. As being built implies that there are a few things lacking. So you might be really, really good in prophecy, but Funny enough, you might not, maybe. I saw a movie last week and it was actually in church. Funny enough, we watch good movies in church, amen. So, we saw a movie where it was a, I think it was a Mount Zion movie, where the character there was, it's plenty story. I will summarize. Point Sha, he used to be an idol worshiper. He became Christian. Yeah, so he now is not an evangelist for the area where he used to be an idol worshiper before. Yeah, then they now send one of the witches to him to threaten his life. But as Baba understands spiritual authority, he now hook the witch there, and she was like, "I leave me. I have to go before the first cock crows. Otherwise, they will send people to kill me." He said, "Let them come." They came, but before then, he led the lady to Christ. Yeah. But then the lady, then the cock crew, it was hysterical, it was funny. So point is, the cock crew, the people came, and the lady already happened to be speaking in tongues. But even the Baba himself that led the lady to Christ was confused, was saying, tongues of demons inside her leave her. The demons that are disturbing her, leave her alone. And it was strange to me, I was like, someone that has enough spiritual authority to hold a quote-unquote principality down and chase others doesn't know about speaking in tongues. So the lady spoke in tongues for like a really long time to the point where he and his wife and his family were scared. Then he goes and calls the person that led him to Christ and he's like, sir, I don't know what is happening here. She has just been talking in something we don't understand and she has refused to stop. The pastor now says, put the phone on the lady's mouth. Puts the phone and the pastor hears tongues and says, gives him back the phone. And my wife's like, Glory to God. Glory to God. And he's like, That is 
tongues. I was surprised because I was no, no, uh, for you to hold principality down in your room, that kind of level you can tell and start doing from your proper down, up and down, up and down. But you're able to do that and you don't know about speaking in tongues. For some people, it might be given. Yeah? It might be given. You can do anything for church. You can die for church. But when it comes to moments of sacrificial giving, maybe there is something to do. And you're like, we tend to not understand why we make certain decisions. And like, why are we doing this now? Why are we doing Bible says, Paul wrote in the Corinthian church, says, Excel in this grace of giving also. He reported about the Macedonian church, that's the Philippian church that see, they supply this every need. He now told the Corinthian church, like these people, excel in this grace of giving also. Praise God. So, why we have camp meetings in a nutshell is to build upon what is lacking. So that's why we started by talking about focus, that there is an attitude that you adopt. There's an attitude you adopt when, okay, you want to get this thing, your eyes are single, your eyes are focused on just that thing. There's an attitude you have to have. We might all be in the same meeting, and maybe my focus is, okay, Pastor Tolu is doing all these gymnastics. How do I do it? That might be what I'm concerned about. How can I effectively conduct a believer? So that might be my concern. Another person might be envious of maybe, not envious, might like how Pastor Inda gives prophecy and saying she's seeing, she's hearing. Or you're hearing people say, I'm hearing, I'm hearing, and you, you're just there, you're just there. You understand the issue. So it's about what do you want to get out of camp meeting? Um, there was a time, some time ago, I, there was an online Bible study I happened to stumble upon. And the topic of the Bible study was grace. Then somebody now asked, what is the definition of grace? Trust Christians. God's riches at, who is it? At Christ's expense. That Jesus became poor so that we might become rich. Funny, funny things. And which all have merit to some point. Well, then I realized that as much as I felt I knew about grace, I'd heard great passed around. Do I know how to define it? Not really. So then, I asked the Holy Spirit, okay, okay, how can I define grace in a context that makes sense to me? And it was like, grace is that thing that makes it possible. It becomes whatever you need it to be at any point in time to supply that particular need. John 1.14 says, of his fullness we have received what? Grace and truth. That grace, it becomes whatever. So in the time where you need maybe provision, it's grace for provision. In the time where you need instruction or protection, grace becomes that. It is not just that one-sided thing. It is full all package. Amen. So the whole purpose of camp meetings is to supply any of those things, graces for all of these things that are missing. So basically, what is the format for a camp meeting? Very, very simple. Camp meetings are basically extended sessions to supply what is lacking. So typically, for a believer's camp meeting, there will be sessions of teaching, there will be prayers, there will be impartations, amen. All of these things extended. Why? Because before the year gets busy, 
um, like the uh, illustration Pastor gave on Sunday, which is given many times before. You don't want to be the farmer that is working and the axe isn't cutting properly, and you do not want to sharpen the axe. Why? Because you're too busy doing it. Sometimes it just you just need to you just need something to help you get started. Amen. Something to help you get started. So that is what campaigns is for: extended sessions, sessions of teaching, of prayer, and of impartation. Amen. So um, as much as we uh, as much as we wanted to be mindful of the fact that I mean everybody has different schedules and things, and we said, okay, if you can't come for morning session. Make evening session. If you can't come for evening session, maybe you live really, really far off. Come for morning session. The fact that each session build is important and ideally builds onto the next session pretty much. So if you're not able to come physically for a session as much as you can, participate online. Amen. So each session is important. And uh, next point spirituals are important and have effect in our natural lives. The blessing is tangible. Um, in camp meetings are typically times of, like I said, it's not the same for everybody. And what determines it is your attitude, your level of faith, level of preparedness. Hebrews chapter 4, it says, they were under the same spiritual cloud as Moses, yet the word benefited some and it didn't benefit others. Why? Because it was not being mixed with faith. We can all be here under the same teachings. Under the same prayer sessions, under the same worship sessions, and you might come out with something different than I did. I might not come out with anything depending on my level of preparedness. You know what I'm trying to say? So it is all about what do you want to get from this camp meeting? Um, like Pastor said, when there is, when the word has been released, when prophecy has been released, there is typically grace. For that word, usually in that season. I'll give you an example. I think it was Hosea or Ezekiel, one of those my prophets in the Old Testament. And then he had this marvelous encounter with God. Marvelous encounter with God. And then because of the awe and everything, the majesty, Baba lied down on the floor and could not stand. It was Ezekiel, the son of man, Ezekiel. So he lies down on the floor and can't stand up. And then God now says to him, Son of man, stand up. But then the funny thing, this guy is quote-unquote paralyzed, but the next verse was what really, really, is what I really want to dwell upon. It says, And as God said, Son of man, stand up. The whole, this, this, Ezekiel said, The Spirit entered him and raised him up. Like Pastor said, prophecy has self-fulfilling power in and of itself. So when you're coming to an atmosphere that's coming, you know that there will be encounters, amen. There will be encounters, there will be prophecies, there will be instructions. What are you going to get out of camp meeting? Out of much more camp meeting, what are you going to get? We've been talking about much more for the past couple of weeks, but really, what is it going to be for me? New year, new me, new resolution, all of that is fine though. I'm a, I'm not against going with the ginger and motivation of New Year, New Me. Milk it for whatever it is. Like, absolutely do it. But what is going to make this year different from all the other years that you've written your goals down before? Take a personal audit. On average, people write maybe five, six, 
Tungwas has 10 goals a year. How many of those do you actually, actually fulfill? This particular income, I'm going to earn this amount of money. Do you, did you eventually end up earning it? I'm going to move into a new apartment. I'm going to get a new job. Did you eventually end up doing it? And then we had last year. Last year, which, whose name shall not be named. We had last year. And it shocked plenty of people. Plenty of people. In fact, last year was a very good year for excuses or explanations or reasons as to why maybe some of the things I gave them, I'm sobbing myself too. So, but then the thing is, and then pastor comes again in December and says, right goals. In my mind, I was like, okay. Then he doesn't stop at right goals. He says, dream big. <laughs> okay. We'll dream big. So, like, but then the fact of the matter is, what is going to make this year, 2021, different from last year, different from 2019, different from the first year you learned about goal setting, that you ever took out a sheet of paper to write, this is what I want to achieve, and you felt proud of yourself when you wrote that sheet of paper. If you're like me, you went and put it on your cupboard or something, on your wardrobe, or your vision board, on your phone. What is going to make this year different? What has to give? You find out that you are the same. You're not, you're not complaining, but you're not growing. You are the same income level. What has to give? But you've always said goals that you want more, you want more, you want more. The question is, what has to give? What has to change? Better still, how will you change what needs to be changed? Much more camp meeting for the next three days from Friday gives us an opportunity to say, okay, this is what we are set out to achieve. We receive empowerment for it. We receive instructions for it. We receive grace for it. Amen. That is what the attitude I want us to go into much more camp meeting with. That this will finally be the year that regardless of excuses, regardless of any other shockers that may or may not happen, at the end of the day, we will take that all the five or six or ten goals that we wrote down. We'll achieve them. Regardless of how ridiculous they might sound. How incredible they might sound. Pastor said, dream big. To the point that let me tell you, you are crazy or unrealistic. It is as far as your eyes can see. But what is the guarantee? That this year won't be like all of the other years where you set goals. And didn't achieve all of them. That is really what preparation for camp meeting is all about. That is what camp meeting wants to achieve. What what is the attitude? What is the statute that we have to adopt that says, okay, this is what is going to happen. This is how it's going to happen. Uh, this year will be different. That is really what I want us to think about. Camp meeting can be that for you. Camp meeting can be where things will actually change. We've seen um, um, examples of encounters in the Bible that changed people's life forever. Jacob, when he was running away from Esau, the first time Esau found out that he took his birthright, what happened? He says he got to a particular place, used a stone, and then used a pillar, and then slept. And then he had a vision where angels were ascending and descending. And he said that God is here. 
So Charlie, that was the first time he and God had a conversation. So Charlie changed the trajectory of his life totally by an encounter. It might just be a much more camp meeting. It might not be as grand. For somebody, it's going to be an instruction. It's going to be when we're doing MOTA. Someone just tells you something. For someone, it's just going to be a knowing. It might not be as grand as visions where you are rolling up and down and you fall on the floor. If that happens for you, fine. At least you are sure that God said. But for us that are mostly knowers, because we know, it's easy to think, is it our mind? Is it this? Is it that? Mm-mm. I, By the special grace of God, we will all live with strong convictions of God said in Jesus' name. So if you are part of the lucky people that spin and fall and you hear, great. Great. Do that. Let that be for you. But much more camp meeting affords us that opportunity to give time. That's what fasting is all about. It's taking time intentionally to give attention to spiritual things. It is not not eating food. For me personally, not eating food distracts me from fasting, from praying. It distracts me, to be honest. If it doesn't distract you, fine. It is not a one-size-fits-all thing. If it doesn't distract you, fine. It distracts me. And you know the ironic thing? There are days I can go without eating till like 6, 7, 8 in the night and not feel that I'm hungry. But the moment we say, let's fast. 11 30, 11 39. Um, wait, we're not going to talk, we're going to 2 o'clock, not 12 o'clock. That's the ironic thing. So, fasting, for some people, it might be, for me, I know it to be, yeah, I don't really watch movies as much, again, but I know for me to be not at all, even at all, at all watching music or listening to jazz instrumentals because those are the only form of circular songs I let myself enjoy. So for me, it might be that. For you, it might be staying off social media for a while. For you, it might be not spending as much time gisting. It could be anything for you, just something that affords you the time to concentrate. That is the whole point of camp meeting. So, encounters in camp meeting, this is where the ordinary turns to greatness. The finding moments encounters that we can look back and say, Pastor Tolu calls them markers. I can look back and say, this was when this changed for me. This was when this happened for me. Amen. So, a couple of things to make sure that we are best prepared to enjoy everything that camp meeting has to offer. My role in camp meeting. So, the first thing, come ready to give. Amen. Bible says in Ephesians that the church is nourished by what each joint supplies. You'll find that most people, when you want to wash your hands, you use the two of them, Abby. How many people can wash hands just like this? It's not as, sorry. It's not as easy, but when one hand washes the other, it makes for a better job, don't you think? Makes for a better job. So come ready to give. How they say you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Come ready to give. You are a gift. Literally, there is what only you can tell me. Or what God will have you tell me. You know what I'm trying to say? So come ready to give. Come ready to give of the spiritual virtue that you have. You know that, okay, your 
words of knowledge tend to be more accurate than most of us. We need you. Because some people, their only hope that God loves them is when somebody that doesn't know them from Jack comes and tells them something about their life that they are going through that they've never shared with anybody and gives them the answer to it. So that is why we need you at camp meeting. Amen. So the second thing is, not the most important thing, but very important, come ready to receive. Amen. Come ready to give. Come ready to receive. Like I said, prophecy, instruction, graces, impartations. For some, it might even look, it could go anyway. There is no way that saying, okay, this is how it's going to happen for you. For you, it might be a couple of days after camp meeting, you start, you just find out that you're hearing stuff, ideas are popping up in your head. It happens for me sometimes, sometimes like that. When we have Holy Ghost meetings here, it's days after that, okay, this pops in my head to do. It could be anything. It could be some of us that we are praying, we are seeing other people falling up and down. And you know in your heart of hearts that you are not not trying to fall. You're just not falling. Or you're not jumping up and down the way that people are jumping up and down. And you're like, what is it? It might be for you that it is that process of prayer that is making your spirit stronger, making you more effective, making you more receptive. It could be different things for different people. Amen. Come ready to give. Come ready to receive. Hallelujah. So then the third thing, please, please and please, this one is, very important. Rest well. Amen. Rest well. So it might mean resisting the urge to binge on Netflix. I don't even I have my I have my thoughts, but might be resisting that urge. Sleep well. If you need to eat, eat well. If you want to fast or food, fine, do whatever works for you. But make sure that your body, your physical body is well rested. I will not lie to you. Camp meetings can be physically grueling. If you check this schedule, you might see a couple of prayer sessions there. We will pray. And sometimes, if it is someone like me that is leading the prayers, I will tell you, pray until it feels like an ab workout. You know what I'm trying to say? When you are doing doing crunches like that, the abs is showing. You know what I'm trying to say? It might be just that. You would have to actually take notes for hours and listen to what Pastor is saying. The jumping up and down that you are doing, for those of us that have been seen this way before, is after that your body feels it. You know? It's after. It is physically grueling, so it is just smart. It is just the smart thing to do to make sure you are well rested. If you need to find somehow find a place that is closer to church to stay, for those of us that we don't come to church, we travel to church. We travel to church. It might be that finding a place that is closer to stay. You understand? The important thing is make sure that you are physically well rested. It might be that once committee ends by seven, we are leaving immediately. Once in another 30 minutes, one hour to gist. It might be that. The point is be well rested. Fourth point avoid distractions. So there was this thing that I used to do. I, I, I won't say I suffered it, sure. No. But there was this thing I used to do when I was in school, whenever I wanted to write exams. It's not about the smartest or anything, yeah? But because I felt that telling, talking to people in exams was not a proper Christian thing to do, mostly because they said, don't do, that qualifies as malpractice. So obeying authority or instruction is obeying God, I mean. So... 
But then the thing is, when I look at my friends that are looking a little lost, just a little lost in exams, and they're like, So what did I do? Immediately I got into the exam, I would just study front. Right in front of the invigilator. Right there. And beg them to not move me. Yes. Just like codedly between the both of us. <laughs> so what was I doing that? To avoid distractions. So it might be that okay, I'm not going to say that. Avoid distractions, that's the point. Avoid distractions. It might be you might have to not sit with people that you are really, really talkative with. Yeah? It might be that your phone might actually be off. Not on flight. Not on do not disturb. Actually off. It might be that. But as much as you can, avoid distractions. Amen. And for me personally, my own most important one, yourself, don't be a distraction. Don't be the person that is pinching the next person saying, yes, it's nice to have feedback during sermons about like how the world is tricking you and stuff. It's nice to have reactions, yeah? But you yourself, don't be a distraction. Don't let any usher have to come to you to say, you are making noise. They won't tell you we are very cordial, respectful people here. Yeah. So, well, please don't be a distraction. So, rounding up, prepare to receive instructions and my own addition, Ginger. There is always this energy that comes when a group of people, you know, come together to talk about the same thing. There's really that bout of energy. Use that energy for what it's worth. As, it, as they hurt you, you're receiving instruction, you're just writing, 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 writing. We have to spell the writing in your, in your notepad in your life. Oh. We have to say, you're writing, writing, are you the right class? I'm sobbing myself. You're writing, 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 writing. The energy, the ginger you're getting from that moment, go and use it to do something. That shared energy that it is all of us together that are in this much more thing. Use it. Receive the instructions. Write them down. If you like, I'm not a fan of writing prophecies or instructions on my phone. Yeah? I prefer to write because I like how my handwriting looks and it feels more natural to me. Once you write, snap it on a blade to Google Drive. Amen. It's a smart thing to do. If you can type, type. If you write, because if the book one lost, that's happened to me once. That happened to me once. All, all my prophecies for like two years was one red notepad similar to this. Got lost. So prepare to receive instructions. Prepare to receive ginger. And then actually pray for camp meeting. Actually pray for camp meeting. We are going into these three days. There is what you have to do. There is what you are going to receive. Pray. Last example that I'm going to give. Uh was a it's a lesser known rendition of Jesus being baptized. What happened on this particular day? In this particular vision, the Bible says Jesus going to the going to be baptized went praying. So maybe I don't know if Jesus prayed in tongues. I don't know if he did, but as he was going there, he was praying. Pray coming to camp meeting. 
like I said, the whole point of this sermon is this. Camp meeting might be the difference, will be the difference for those of us that will be obedient between how this year will go and how the other years of your life have gone. The instructions you need, the energy you need, the clarity you need, the focus you need will come from camp meeting. There is what you have to do to ensure it. It's like what pastor says, the blessing stops when you stop. It stops when you stop. So how much expression will you give to it? Pray. Come in for camp meeting. Pray. Prepare for it. Prepare to give. Be the reason why somebody will tell a testimony two years from now about the word that they received. Even the person that's forgotten the person who gave him or her the word. But you remember, you said something like this two years ago. Be that person. Amen. Be that person. So pray for camp meeting. Praise God. So can we rise? We're going to be praying from Philippians 1.19. We're going to be praying for camp meeting. We're going to pray from Philippians 1.19. Praise God. So Philippians 1.19 says, I know that it will turn out for me for my salvation. Some rendition say deliverance. Through what? Please can we all rise? Through your prayers and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So we are going to be praying for camp meeting. We are going to be praying specifically for a supply of the Spirit of Jesus. Prayers in the name of Jesus. We say thank you for a supply of the Spirit of Jesus. We say thank you for a supply of the Spirit of Jesus. We say thank you for a supply of the Spirit of Jesus. We say thank you, Lord, for a supply of the Spirit of Jesus. For each session, we say thank you. For each session, we say thank you. For each session, we say thank you. For a supply of the Spirit of Jesus, we say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the supply of the Spirit of Jesus. For the supply of the Spirit, we say thank you. For camp meeting, for the 8th to the 10th of January, we say thank you. For Friday to Sunday, we say thank you. For a supply of the Spirit of Jesus, we say thank you. For a supply of the Spirit of Jesus, we say thank you for a supply of the spirit of Jesus we say thank you for a supply of the spirit of Jesus we say thank you we say thank you amen amen we're going to be praying for strength we're going to be praying for strength um, it seems to be the season where 
I don't know, a lot of people feel weary, maybe in the spirits, feel weary in their bodies, but we're going to be praying for strength. Strength is important. Why? Quick example. Elijah finished doing gymnastics by bringing down fire from heaven, and then afterward he hears that Jezebel is looking for him to kill him, and then he runs away. And then afterwards he's like, God, just take me now. There's nobody that serves you anymore. And the long and short of it was that Baba was hungry. God gave him food to eat. He said, just put it. Angel woke him up. He ate like two or three times. And the Bible said that he went in the strength of that food for 40 days. It might have just been hunger. So what am I trying to say? We're going to be praying for strength. For actual strength. Physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, we pray for strength. That we are strengthened. That we are strengthened. Prayers in the name of Jesus. We say thank you, Lord, for we are strengthened for the work that we have to do. All the dreams, the visions that you have laid upon our hearts, we are strengthened. We are strengthened. We are strengthened. We are strengthened. We are strengthened in the name of Jesus. We have strength. We have strength. We are strengthened with might by your spirit in our inner man. We are strengthened with might by your spirit in our inner man. We are strengthened with might by your spirit in our inner man. We are strengthened. 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 We will run and we will not be weary. We will walk and we will not faint. We will not faint because our strength is not small. Our strength is in Jesus. The joy of the Lord is our strength. We have strength. We have strength. We have strength. We have strength. We are strengthened by the Holy Spirit. We are strengthened. The Spirit of the Living God quickens our mortal bodies. We are strengthened. We are strengthened. We are of good cheer. We are courageous. We are strengthened. 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 We are strengthened in the name of Jesus.
We are strengthened for much more. 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 Let's get the bragdas in the Gadebala Dose. Regadesis and the Lemana Gadebala Dashi, Christiandi, the La Christiandi, the La Christiandi, the La Christiandi, the La Christiandi, Regadebala Dose, Gadebalaba, Nasa Gadebros to put a Vandes again a brass to leg a Yaski. We are strengthened for much more. 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 In this season, we are strengthened for much more. We are strengthened for so much more. We are strengthened for so much more. So much more. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Bible says that, and they appeared before him in Zion. And none of them were ashamed. Your life has to show that you're a Christian. It has to. It has to show that you're a Christian. So I want you to look at what you and God know what it is. You've been writing this goal, this desire, this vision has been on your heart. You've written it year after year after year. But it seems like nothing is given. It seems like nothing is given. So I want you to fix your heart on whatever that is. And say that whatever needs to align starts getting aligned. The lines begin to fall for you in pleasant places. Prayers in the name of Jesus. Whatever needs to give will give. Whatever needs to give will give. Whatever needs to give will give in the name of Jesus. Whatever needs to give, will give. Mountains will move, giants will be slain. Whatever needs to give, will give. You will have your heart desires. You will fulfill your goals. You will achieve your goals. What has felt like it will not move, will move. Whatever felt like it will not move, will move. In this season of much more, nothing will be lacking. In this season of much more, nothing will be lacking. In this season of much more, nothing will be broken. In this season of much more, nothing will be lacking. In the season of much more, we have all that we need. We are bound unto every good thing. In the season of much more, nothing lacking. In the season of much more, nothing lacking. They will not say to you, Where is your God? In the season of much more, nothing will lack. In the name of Jesus, blessed are the 
promises of God are yea. And then the Amplified Version goes ahead to say, and we are the amen in Christ. Hallelujah. It is your season of much more, no doubt. You have entered into your wealthy place, no doubt. But like Pastor said on Sunday, what bold action will you take? What looks like it is too big? I want us to go in the next two days when we gather here together as a church once again, that we will know that thing on our mind, those things in our mind that we know that this has to give. It has to give. That by Sunday, by Sunday afternoon, we will have clarity. We will have instructions. We will have strength. That whatever needs to give, we will give. This is indeed our season of much more. Amen. Our season of much more. And so, our Heavenly Father, we say thank you. Lord, we say thank you. We say thank you. We say thank you. We say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for your word to us. We say thank you. Lord, for the camp meeting, Lord, we say thank you. For as many that will have planned to come, Apple Fring, glory to God. Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website, www.thisgreenchurch.org, for more info. God bless you.